Welcome to Stand Out in ELT. I'm Ola Kowalska and I'm the host of this extraordinary podcast. I wanted to bring you a platform where you hear from myself and other amazing and inspiring people who have created their success and stand out in ELT. People say that English language teaching is a saturated market, so it's absolutely crucial that you know how to stand out. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. And I'm going to inspire you to take action. So, welcome to this space. And I can't wait for you to stand out and build your legacy in ELT. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Stand Out in ELT. Super happy that you're back here with me. And again, I've got a super, super, super special guest with me today, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hello, hello. Nice to be here. Thanks. Thanks for um, agreeing to be interviewed. I know it's going to be exciting. (laughs) It's such a pleasure to be on your podcast, Erla. Thank you for asking me. No problem. All right. So as uh, you, you, you probably won't be surprised, Michelle is one of those people, lovely, fantastic people who I met on Instagram. <laughs> Obviously, that's how I make friends these days. But <laughs> Instagram is quite awesome. The place to be. Yes. <laughs> for making these friends. Exactly. I'm obsessed. Um, so... Michelle used to be in the ELT ESL world a little bit more um, a few years ago, which I'm hoping she'll tell us about a little bit, but she now offers something a bit bigger in her big business and she targets Mm -hmm. um, educators in general. Um, And what her specialty is, is courses and helping people launch their own online products and courses, which is super exciting because uh, that's not the area of my expertise. I don't know much about it. So I'm super (laughs) excited to find out a little bit more. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) So Michelle, would you like to first introduce yourself a little bit briefly? Sure. All right. So my name is Michelle and I am a South African who, if you want to hear my funny accent, that's where Uh I'm from. People often wonder. And um, yeah, I started my business in 2017 when I started DigiTeach then. And I started with the niche of helping English teachers become um, English, uh, online English teachers. So I helped them move online because that's what I was doing. And yeah, it's always been such a value of mine to have travel and freedom and all of those things in my life. That was like, throughout my entire life that's always been like my thing Um, and that's how I kind of moved into the world of online English teaching because of the freedom and the flexibility and I was like oh cool this is amazing and um, yeah I started the DigiTeach to help teachers do that Um, and it's sort of evolved now quite a lot from there um, into helping educators build businesses now. That's amazing I love it and also, <laughs> what a way, what a journey online, right? And you, you're all about travel. <laughs> yeah, obsessed. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah. So did you, how did your teaching journey begin? How did, um, because I guess part of your business is still teaching because you teach people how to do something. <laughs> yes. Um, so definitely there is some value 
in 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 your skills as a teacher so yes. how did you get attracted to the ELT or ESL world so because of my love for travel I um was looking at how I could work and travel and I was about 25 years old or so 24 maybe and I realized that I could go and teach English in Vietnam and I was like super excited about going and living in Asia because I'm a big fan of that place so I decided to get TEFL certified and I then hopped on a plane and landed in Vietnam without a job without oh actually I went backpacking in Cambodia and then I landed in Vietnam wow. uh, without a job without really anything um but I just wanted to find a job and start teaching English and that was the start um I got a job within like five days I found a house in five days and I just immersed myself in teaching English from then on mm-hmm. um and I loved it it was wonderful um I realized that I preferred teaching adults to teaching children in that time um I ended up leaving the school in Vietnam and I went solo as my mm-hmm. as a like I just taught freelance to adults and I went to companies and I taught in companies English in Vietnam um and I loved that and then I actually fell in love with the Dutchy and ended up moving <laughs> <laughs> slight detour moving to the Netherlands um slight just just a little just one. a slight detour <laughs> and I was like oh my god I I need to find a way to work. I want to teach. I don't know how. And then I was like, oh my gosh, online English teaching. And then I immersed myself in that for a good few years. I think it was like four years mm. that I was online English teacher and I was really good at it. I really loved it. Um, but I, yeah, at that point I was teaching children again, not adults. And um, I, I eventually got to a point where I required more I just required like more stimulation I think it was. Yeah. I wanted the adults and I wanted to teach and I I slowly started realizing that I wanted to teach other things rather than English but I love teaching and I've re- in my whole life if I look at my pattern of my life I've always done something and helped something and then taught someone to do it. Ah. Like I would go I worked on cruise ships and then people would come to me and ask me how do I work on cruise ships so I would go this do this 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 teach them how to do it show them the way <laughs> then i went to vietnam they're like how did you how do you do that i taught I taught them that oh my then god then i moved to netherlands how do you do that and i tell people how to do that so i'm just naturally like i just always gravitated towards teaching people how to do things if i <laughs> that's look quite back incredible. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. A course on how to move to Netherlands. That's, that's yeah. quite a great. People would definitely buy that course. I know. I mean, it's I know. complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw in your stories recently you got some residence um, sort of permit or whatever it is. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that took like a million years as well. That's a whole process. And there should be a course on how to get uh citizenship in the Netherlands I think would help a lot of expats Mm. so you moved to Netherlands and you decided well let's do something else and is that how DigiTeach started yes so I basically the month that I moved to the Netherlands which was probably not a good idea but I started my business in that same month (laughs) and it was highly stressful (laughs) because I was like moving to a foreign country very overwhelmed by that and then also starting an online business which was mm. very overwhelming at the time 
Um, but yeah, the intention at that point was to start a my own business and build a course. I was very interested in creating a course. And I, I, I think I started in April. And then I launched by August. I launched my course by August. Mm. And that was four months. Um, very intense four months for me. Um, but yeah, I launched my course and it, it was received pretty well considering it was my first launch. And mm. after that, I was like, okay, I want to do it again. And the whole course was helping teachers become online teachers. So just basically showing them step-by-step step how to do it. Um, and I did it on a very small scale. And it was very much like one-on-one type, type stuff. It was a course with that aspect in it. And I started getting these teachers hired really quickly. Like they were just getting jobs, jobs, jobs. And that was amazing. Wow. I was like, this is super fulfilling. Like this feels really good. Um, and then I just kept, yeah, scaling up my launches essentially. And it kept, just got bigger and bigger. And then I had like 450 students oh, or so that's that so good. came through. Um, and helping them get jobs was amazing and very, very wonderful at the time. Yeah. That's so nice. And also, um, just you must have hit some sort of a sweet spot, obviously, like mid-2016, uh, 17, I think people were very much looking, starting to, to look to pivot to the online world. I think it mm. happened much earlier than the pandemic. A lot of people think it's, it, I think it was much It was earlier. before the pandemic because I had been teaching online for a couple of years before the pandemic hit. Mm. And when the pandemic hit, nothing changed in my life. Nothing in terms nothing. of work, in terms yeah, of work. Yeah, I mean, obviously yeah. there was a lot of personal chaos and whatever. It affected everyone. But in terms of work, I was like, oh, guys, I've been online for years. Like, this is chilled. And then everyone was like, oh, suddenly it's online. But I'm like, no, this has been happening for years. People have been interested exactly. for years. I was very lucky at the time. My biggest launch happened just, I think it was like a week into the pandemic. Uh, I get a duh. I'm not. And no it was wonder. like weird timing <laughs> that I did not really know because obviously no one knew this pandemic was coming. Mm. But it was like I launched for the last time that online English teaching course and it was just the biggest one that I had. And it was, yeah, it was perfect timing because everyone was like, Whoa online online um yeah. that was the year I had people that just needed yeah. it yeah people, people needed, needed it. it it wasn't it wasn't like it was more of a luxury like people were interested it was like cool but then it was like a necessity mm. like people needed to people were losing their jobs and Absolutely. people needed to find online work so mm. it was really good timing in that sense and in so basically you were teaching them how to get a job online right or yeah, so it they... wasn't to start their own thing. It wasn't to find their own students. It was merely to get hired by a company. So it, okay. it was, and to pl- like get them like hired within, it was like four weeks to six weeks. Nice. Wanted, that was like the goal. And um, I had done it so many times. I knew exactly what they needed to do. And it was very, yeah, it was pretty effective actually. That's so good. Awesome. But then it evolved. Um. Yes, it evolved. It certainly evolved. After that big launch where I had made the most money that I'd ever made in my life, I was like, okay, I'm never launching that course again. (laughs) Very weird. Money blocks. Yeah. Yeah. You'd imagine like, oh, because you made that money with it, 
you keep going with it. I just, I did not, I fell out of love with it. And I was like, not in alignment with the actual offer and the, the industry anymore. Because you see, I was working very closely with Chinese companies and yeah. the Chinese ESL market. And it was becoming increasingly more problematic for me and increasingly mm. harder for me to authentically teach people to be, get hired with these companies when I knew they were going to be treated like potential garbage. Yeah. And that became like a huge conflict of interest internally that I felt I could not authentically sell it anymore. And I was feeling really, it was a really tough time because I was like, it's doing so well. People keep asking me for it, but I know what's happening in the industry. The industry is crumbling. It's they're treating people, they're paying people $2 an hour. Like I feel so wrong about this. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I, at that point, I had launched so many times and I buried myself in so much online business stuff. And I was completely obsessed with online business. I was like, that's what I would spend my time on. I would spend mm -hmm. my time learning it. So I was like, I want to help teachers. At that point, I realized I wanted to create an offer that helped teachers build their own business and um, specifically around course launching because that's had because what that's I had your done. thing. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, you teach what Love you've it. done, right? You don't you teach what you haven't done. Mm. Yeah, it was supernatural. It was like it happened very um, naturally. It wasn't easy, but it was natural. And then I spent a lot of my time just pivoting in that direction. And then mm. the beginning of this year was I rebranded end of last year and the beginning of this year was the, the full start of my business uh, program, Digi Teachers Biz Academy. And um, yeah, so far it's been the best thing that I've ever done. I'm just so oh. happy that I did it. So good. Yeah. I've watched, I've just watched your launch at the end of August and it was super successful, wasn't it? Yes. That one was such a wonderful launch as well. It was such a fun launch and it was such, we had such awesome people come through. It did better than the rest of the launches of this year. And oh, I just feel so good about the community that I'm building yeah. and how I'm helping people just feel so good. So I'm like, thank God I did that. Like, thank God I changed because so right now. So what do now, you think you did that this time it was so successful? Because it's not oh, just with luck. Regards, with say. regards to the launch. <laughs> I don't know. The launch or just the business, the pivot. It must that. be. I. Well, firstly, I believe that there was a need. There was a real need yeah. for teachers to to go solo like mm -hmm. I I could see that the industry was treating them worse and worse and they needed to learn how to equip themselves with skills to make their own money I did see there was a huge need in it um and yeah I felt like I did a bunch of research and people were like this is what we want so I already had very luckily, I already had a database of teachers. I had yes. built up a, a database and an audience. And I surveyed them and I said, what, what do you want? And they literally just told me what they want in terms of this business and this is this. And I learned so much from what they wanted. And then I just packaged DBA exactly to tailor, I tailored it to exactly what they wanted. And that just obviously met the needs really well. Um, and also the way that I, I believe energy and mindset and stuff behind a product is really, really important. So you can like repel people if you're not, if you're not in full in belief about what you're offering. Exactly. And then you become and, salesy, right? Yeah, it becomes, it becomes 
salesy, pushy, needy, and that energy doesn't attract, it repels. So I, with, with my previous offer, I was, I was repelling. I was not wanting to deliver that course mm. anymore. I was repelling it. With this new one, I was like, oh, I'm so obsessed with it. And I just want to get it out into as many educators' hands. And I just, I felt so in love with it that I, I just, it had a complete different energy to it. And it just worked really well. And That's that, amazing. I believe, is really, really That's important amazing. as well. So I think when we when we actually think about it, it's just, look, you started as an ESL teacher and then you took your own ideas, turned them into something tangible, then it evolved into something. So you 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 are not even in our EOT world anymore, although I'm sure lots of the clients of that we English have, teachers. they overlap, right? Which For is, sure, which is also interesting because some people might think that we are competition. <laughs> yes, for sure. But um, no such thing in my mind. But Only no such thing. I hate the word. <laughs> I hate the word so much. But also, I know I find it absolutely inspiring because obviously I would not be um, qualified to teach anybody how to launch a course. Um, I can help people build a teaching program, but that's mm -hmm. a completely different skill set and a completely different curriculum. strategy and curriculum. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, but and I find a it need quite for that inspiring. as well. I mean, that is there's as much need for that as there is. You know, there's these are just niches within a greater market. I guess, like Precisely. little niches. Mm. So it's basically giving people what they need, knowing what they want. Getting oh, to know them well, so being important. Kind, believing in yourself, yes. Um, having a mentor, yes, 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 yes. Uh, mentorship is essential as well. Like, I mean, how are you supposed to know what to do if you've never done it before? No, you need someone to guide you. It's like, especially in this world of online business or any kind of business, mm. um, you need to work a lot of this journey is a lot of internal work as well. You know, it's oh my mindset God, yes. work. I mean, you would know, Ola, like, and you don't get that from watching. Yeah. Like you really need to immerse yourself in the process of mentorship, being guided, being willing to invest, um, to learn, to grow, to, to evolve as a teacher. Mm -hmm. Cause that's what we need. And as a person. And as a person. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what we I feel like we're on this planet because we're we're meant to evolve mm. and grow and learn and expand. Um, but yeah. uh, we, we've had that chat even before, but we noticed that with our clients that very often it's just fear of taking action, fear of questioning the status quo, fear mm. of like, you know, the, the one of the most uh, common limiting beliefs in my clients is that how can I charge more than the market is mm. currently charging for a similar service. I mean, because you have to do that work on yeah. yourself. You have to believe that yes. what you offer is absolutely exceptional. Yes. Um, and then everything is so much easier because otherwise you do come across as salesy. You do come mm. across as someone who is trying to push onto or you know pressure people onto buying something. Well, you know, uh, we both know from from different mentors and people that we observe online that you know marketing is basically just showcasing what you've got yes. and offering it to people it should be yeah. simple yeah. but um yeah people have all sorts of weird ideas about it right yeah uh, i feel like especially within our niche 
I mean, all people have limiting beliefs and blocks and things that, yeah, beliefs that don't really empower them. But I think teachers really have that as well. But it's normal because if you think about how teachers, you know, the society that we're, we live in and our upbringing perhaps and our, the schooling systems. And um, for me, it was really the online ESL industry where it was like, this is your rate per hour. That's it. Exactly. Like, no one cares anything else. Like you're just exactly. a number. This is your worth. And that's it. And that's what I believed as well. And I think that's what just so many educators believe that they are only they don't have anything to give, firstly, which is not mm. true. Um, and that they are only worthy of a certain amount per hour and they can never go above that. It's it's so it's they're tangled nice. in this preconditioning, basically, from their their upbringing and the systems that we've been through and yeah. how the world views teachers. I mean, we don't look at teachers as wealthy, you know, although no. they're the most important, one of the most important people, like jobs and professions in the world is our teachers and educators. Yeah. I mean, where would we be without them? Right. Exactly. Um, I did an episode yeah. on that and trying to dissect it. And I still don't know, to be honest, some research that I've done says that it's because, um, the job of a teacher, of an educator is mainly associated with females and that females have always been those who won't ask for more, who mm. are just conditioned wow. to be. Wow. Uh, yeah, exactly. But it's, it's I call it bullshit, to be honest, because, oh, sure. you know, the fact that in general, women are the weaker gender, like, honestly, it, it is <laughs> such, such a stereotype. No, but, yeah, for it's sure. Awful. But a lot of the world believes that. And that's the problem. Yeah. And that we are conditioned to believe these things. But they're not, they're only, and that's the thing about your beliefs that they can change. You can change your belief system. It takes mm. work. It takes commitment. It takes being aware of your problematic beliefs. It's, it, and it's that's what you need to do if you want to create a business online is like as a teacher or as an educator to become an online business owner or a business owner who makes their own money. You have to you have to rewrite that story because mm -hmm. that story is not going to empower you like you will not be able to bring in money online for yourself if you keep in in or create the dream that you want and create the life that you want. If you keep truly believing inherently that, you know, teachers aren't worthy of making lots of money or it's um, greedy to mm. charge for your teaching services or whatever it may be, these beliefs that we have, exactly. we have to be aware of them and we have to work through that stuff. And that's why this business thing, it's like it's strategy. Yes. Like how to actually do it. Like the how to mm -hmm. is important, but it's also the internal work because I can oh. give you the how to, but your internal you're going to just not be able to action on it because no. of the internal stuff. If you won't believe it will work. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So exactly. those two pieces are really important in the puzzle. I totally believe that. And we we are both the living examples of how important it is. You've done that work. I've done that work. And it was because of, thanks to the help of mentorship, surrounding myself with people who are successful as well. Oh, so um, important. And understanding that, you know, the there are certain concepts that are only beliefs and not facts, right? Or the limiting beliefs, but also uh, the facts, things that I've been talking about recently quite a lot, like, 
oh, if I DIY my business, it means that I'm capable, right? But if I ask for help, uh, it means that I'm not, which is wow. obviously another one that yes, we'll talk about for hours probably. Wow, <laughs> that's an interesting one. Ooh, yeah, right. Sure. Um, yeah, I used to believe that at the beginning of my uh, business venture, but luckily, Good. but look, this is great testament that we can shift our belief systems we like can. we absolutely can and it's it's very empowering when you start to realize that you can evolve and change because who you are now Ola is probably very different to who you were a couple of months ago before you oh, had yes. your mentorship it's like a different person like and that's the the beauty of that transformation you know it's not just about the money and the this and the that it's really just empowering and becoming like the best oh. version of yourself which is yes. so good like yes so I can't wait for people to believe that this is not just some wishy-washy uh, phrases, you yes. know, become the highest version of yourself. You know, mm -hmm. it sounds cheesy, but... <laughs> it feels good, I promise you. It's just true. It yeah. is true. It um, is true. Amazing. Oh, I'm so glad it came up in our yes. chat. Um, yes. So I wanted to ask you one more question, which, you know, I just remembered because we had a chat about it. So now that you're successful and now you are actually making good money being, mm. you know, you've nearly achieved your all your goals. So you told me about your goals and it's so <laughs> good to see. And I honestly, I can't wait for one of us, also females, but teachers to pave that way for us all. And it is it is another empowering thing to watch. So do you think we or you are at risk of um, people copying you? Yes, for sure. That is certainly something that will happen in this online business industry. Um, it's not a good part of the industry and it's a tough thing to deal with as well as a business owner. I have experienced it already. Mm. And, you know, you can obviously go down legal roots and things like that but I'm not really remotely interested in any of that um I think you just have to trust that someone can copy you to a certain extent but they they they're not going to have success if they copy they it's not sustainable you cannot keep copying people and have a successful business it's not going to work you have to build up the skill set and the creativity and the ideas yourself because you might have a fluke launch that is amazing but when you have to build a new product you won't know what to do because you've just mm. copied and pasted so um i really do believe that copycats you know they got they have a certain um yeah they like as crappy as it feels and then as invasive as it feels it's i do believe that there's a, you cannot grow a successful business like that and they've got a timeline on their success probably oh yeah big timeline and i um i really do believe that people come into my world my students the people who i work with come into my world because of who i am and the energy that i bring and it's that you cannot copy no you know so, and that's how I feel about any kind of educator, teacher, anyone with an online business, anyone trying to help people, like everyone's got their own secret sauce. And that's generally just who they are as a person and what they bring to the table and their own wisdom and their own lived experience, which is always different. Everyone's got their own story. Totally. And that's what resonates with the people. And that's what brings people to us. Um, and some people will be more attracted to your style and some people will be more attracted to my style. And I have complete that 
like I have complete belief that we can all exist within this niche. Oh my God, yes. And have as much, yeah, all of us can have as much abundance as we choose for yeah. ourselves, really. It's, so It's all about yeah. that, right? It's about the yeah. belief that uh, there is no such thing as competition because we are s- essentially so different. Mm, like when exactly. somebody starts to copy it, it they are they 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 lose from the get go mm. because it's mm. it's impossible. Oh, they've already lost. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. maybe they will lost. learn the lesson on the way. The sooner, the better. But uh, yes, yeah, they they will have to learn that lesson, and hopefully they do, and then it's they can change course and stuff. And I think it comes with confidence because. People who copy don't have confidence in their own abil- um, yeah. necessary their abilities yet, and so it takes time to build up the confidence to to then come out with your own stuff. And it's, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's all about the belief system around it, and the th- I believe it's actually a compliment, you know, in that sense. It is. Like eventually, <laughs> when you have these copycats, you're like, oh my god, like I'm, I'm doing something right. <laughs> Love it, yeah. And also <laughs> trolls. Oh my gosh, my first troll. I was like, yes, I've made it in the online business world. You did. You definitely did. <laughs> so, um, the first yeah. troll, the first copycat. Uh, Celebrate. The first su- successful client. Uh, <laughs> the first, whatever. Yeah, all of these. The first bad yeah. review. That's oh, all for sure. Right Even passage. the first refund. I mean, it's, it's a rite of passage. It's a rite like of passage. passage. Love it. Can't wait for those to happen to me. Yes. Just this know that it happens to everyone and it's totally okay. It doesn't mean you're not good at what you do. Amazing. Okay, Michelle, this was so good. <laughs> do you have anything to plug in your business at the moment or do you want to tell people where to find you, how to sign up yeah. to your course that will teach them how to launch their and build your their own course? <laughs> <laughs> build like their inception. business launch their course essentially launch Love their this. course yeah um so i normally hang out on instagram these days um so you can always find me on on the instagrams um it's at underscore digiteach underscore i'm sure you'll post it somewhere oh. and um my program, the main program is Digi Teachers Biz Academy, and that's my online business program for educators specifically who want to launch courses. That is opening again in October, um, and you can go to my link in bio and register for the wait list for that so you can hear if it's opening or when it's opening. Um, I'll also do some free training then. It's next month. Yeah, gosh, it's already September. Wow, so it's <laughs> next month again. <laughs> Um, the episode will yeah. actually come out probably closer to your, uh, to your oh wow cool. that might be useful mm. yeah so october end of october the 27th or 8th of october i think is when i'm going to open for enrollment again so if you hop on the waitlist you'll be able to see what it's all about learn about it um i'll also do free training to see if it's the right thing for you essentially so you can find me there on the instagrams find michelle <laughs> she's great i might even buy your course you know why not jeez why not? i find it inspiring to like Amazing. learn from each other it's all about that oh for sure um, absolutely there that's is, all it's about there is just collaboration nothing like competition or anything like that yeah that's what i'm taking away from today and and so many mm. lessons about internal work and success and mm. finding the right aligned way of doing things online that's what it's all about and then making good money out of it ha. 
Yes, because we are worthy of that too. So that's also part of it. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for coming in and agreeing to do this with me. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a good conversation. I've loved it. Yeah, me too. Totally. Guys, I hope you feel empowered and inspired. Whatever you want to do, whether it is your private teaching uh, or launching your own course, you can do basically anything. And there are people to help you um, Mm -hmm. because you will... You know, you might prefer working with Michelle. You might prefer working with me. You might prefer working with somebody else. We don't care. We help people (laughs) help and that's it, right? Just go and start. Just start. Just start. If you want to do it, just start. Find the person who can help you and then start. That's 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 the best thing you can do for yourself. Amen. Amen, Amen, sister. Goodbye. (laughs) See you next week. Being a teacher is your superpower. You know how to do it. But developing a business mindset and business skills can be tricky. So if you're a bit lost or maybe fed up with figuring it all out on your own, don't worry. I've created this podcast and other free resources to help you. Follow me on Instagram for a daily dose of education, energy, motivation and fun. If you're interested in working with me, please get in touch and I'll be very happy to tell you about ways of working with me. Don't be a stranger. Say hello from time to time on social media. I love getting to know you better. You're my ELT tribe. And for now, bye and until next time.